hate the word manifestation. It's been overused. I think people are just like manifestation. I just think it, I dream it and I put energy towards it. Where That's actually you have to go through the four phases to manifest anything. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to go through phase three, which is the most difficult of all the phases. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. Hey, everyone. Have you heard of card shears? As a cutting specialist, they're now the only shears that I use. Their patent-pending zero-gravity tension system makes cutting easy and effortless. Karg Slide technology creates zero drag in the hair, which makes my job a hundred times easier. Karg has shears for wet and dry cutting, and shears for all of our lovely lefties. Besides making amazing shears, they provide their clients with supreme white glove service for shear maintenance and repair. Tap the link in our episode description to unlock a permanent 20% off all of your Karg shear purchases. Let's face it, one of the most ignored aspects of our industry is business insurance. Which is why we have teamed up with Guild, G-I-L-D. Whether you're looking to open a salon and need property insurance, or you're starting your own LLC, Guild Insurance offers fully customized solutions. Guild is shifting the insurance space by offering new methods to keep your business respected and protected. With Guild Insurance, you can salon differently while you embrace new and improved business practices. To learn more about business insurance for creatives, visit yourguild.com DTH. Raise your hand if you have felt personally victimized by ripping box tags and saving them in a container only to have to count them at the end of your day or on your day off to put together a color order that comes up short. We all have, which is why Salon Scale has made this easy. The Salon Scale app will keep track of all of our color used down to the drop and give you a suggested color order list. No more under ordering, no more over ordering. Head to salonscale.com DTH to see why thousands have joined the Salon Scale movement. Use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off. The four phases of success. The four phases of success. <laughs> I don't know why that's I don't know why that's a thing. You can keep that on the podcast. Maybe I'll get a singing career. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so this is gonna be kind of a deep episode, but I love these episodes. I'm like already sweating. I'm already exhausted by it because I think well, it's such how a, can you fit it all? Well, let's start with the first thing. Yeah, basics. The first thing is everything in life goes through phases. So we have the four seasons. There's phases of a life cycle. There's phases of hair growth. There's phases of photosynthesis. Everything has a phase. Mm-hmm. Like your emo phase. <laughs> your punk rock phase. No, just me. Okay. No, I had the I had those phases in school too. I had the whole like eyeliner. And my mom phase. thought being a lesbian was a phase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not mom. <laughs> You're married now. We I haven't even married. told everyone. I know, right? Congratulations. I'll just say wife. It happened last year. It's okay. We just forget to talk about it. <laughs> um four phases. Everything has a phase. I think why this is important to teach people is because I always give people the analogy, if you go outside in the winter, you need to know that it's winter so you can dress appropriately. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go outside in the winter and be like, oh, I thought it was 70 degrees out. (laughs) That happens to me every morning. (laughs) Now I'm freezing and I'm struggling. It's not that winter is bad. It's that I wasn't prepared for winter. So understanding the four phases is the same. It's like, how do I prepare for different phases of my life? It's almost like when you read your astrology for the month 
even though, depending on where you're getting your information, that's why I paused <laughs> for a good minute, uh, to have that kind of like, okay, this is what I expect this month. Or the moon is full. This is what I expect right. for the, you know, people put so much weight on that. And the great thing about the four phases of success is it's the same thing. And not only are our students practicing this, our coaches are, and it has helped them go through a process of pain and accepting the pain and accepting all of the aspects of taking a risk and going through these four phases to accomplish what they want to accomplish. But instead of suffering or getting trapped in the long-term suffering of something being caused by fear, they're able to bust through it real quickly because they are aware. They're like, I am in this phase. Right. And I need to get to the next phase. That's the whole point. So there are four phases. Today, let's just talk about them in like life, mm-hmm. life cycles. I love it. So the first phase we call concealment because we were it represents kind of like the pregnancy phase like mm-hmm. when a child is being you know molded and shaped it, it has nine months in the womb and that is a concealment phase kind of like our ideas if you have an idea it starts off in a concealed phase mm-hmm. if you want something it's a little baby <laughs> it's a little baby idea yeah it starts off in a concealed phase um, if you want some if you want plant a plant to grow you have to conceal it in dirt everything in life starts in a concealed phase. Phase one is obviously as, you know, an Aries. This is my favorite phase, but it's the, yeah, it's the most exciting. It's exciting. It feels good. It's like, you know, just to put it's it. It's newness. It's newness. It's like when you read that self-help book and you're like, I am washing everything out the window yeah, that I thought I knew and I'm starting over. It's that it's that feeling. I'm starting a new workout. I'm starting a new diet. I'm dating someone new. I'm it's like it's the though I'm I have this idea that I want to open a salon. That's phase one. It's just like imagine what that feels no like. No work has been done. Nothing. It is just in your head. <laughs> no work has been done. Nothing good or bad has happened. It's just the endorphins of this new thing. Oh, I love that you said endorphins because this phase is addicting. Yes. We'll come back to that. But this is also the phase of addiction. So phase one can be very addicting just because it's exciting. Who doesn't want to do something new? Who doesn't want to start something exciting and new? After phase one, we have phase two, which we call, what do we call it? The toddler, the work work. phase. Yeah, it's work. It's the working phase. I, we describe it as a toddler phase because people can grasp that. Yeah, like, if phase one's pregnancy, phase two is toddler. Yeah, it's like it's terrible kinda, twos. Yeah, it's exactly. You're doing the worst. You're stumbling a little bit. Like you're learning. It's like phase one, you had the idea, I want to open a salon. Phase two is like, all right, you're figuring out what licensing to get. You're getting a coach. You're building the website. You're building the brand. You're hiring. You're doing all of these physical things, the build out, the physical work. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's the idea. There's in all the phases, there's mental work, but phase two is all about physical work. So you're taking that that idea and you're kind of bringing it into real life. And this is where a lot of like Americans get stuck is they do phase one and then phase two. They work and they don't stop working. Mm-hmm. They stay there. They stay in phase two. And there are four total. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're only halfway halfway through. So phase two is also about saying yes to no, kind of like a toddler does, deciding who you're going to work with, deciding in, when you're dating someone in phase two, it's it's the dating phase. Mm-hmm. It's getting to know. It still someone. feels really good. It's still exciting, but it is more work. You're talking it, about it with people now. Like people are aware. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming into fruition. Uh, and think of it like with a plant. If a plant is, if a seed's planted, phase two is like it starts to 
sprout and root a little bit. These two phases are, I wouldn't say they're easy. I would say they're the easiest of the four. Mm-hmm. Sometimes phase two feels hard. Hard. Which then takes us into phase three. <laughs> yeah, phase two feels hard because it's physical. Yeah. So everybody that's like, I don't want to open a salon, it's usually because they're projecting what phase two is going to look like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to like talk to contractors and we're going to have to have these conversations and I'm going to have yeah. to wait and then I'm going to have to, you know, physical things. Yeah. Uh, that are out of your control. That are out of your control. And then phase three comes in, which we call the teenage phase, which... It just jacks your shit up. <laughs> the teenage phase for anyone is just not... I don't think it's the greatest phase for anybody. I don't think anyone no. became a teenager and it was easy. No. I think teenage phase is pretty hard. Um but it's also the ego phase. It's also the opponent phase. Whatever it takes to make you stop doing what you're doing completely, that's phase three. So, for example, people think, everyone thinks they're in phase three. I'm like, it's the hardest phase. Mm-hmm. Your ego no, comes in. No, they're in, in. phase two. <laughs> like, anything that's going to stop you in your tracks, that's how we know we're in phase three. I'm going to give you a physical, like a... a a simplistic example, I'm at Coach Lowe, if you're listening. I'm going to use you as an example. Coach Lowe was our student, then turned into coach. And when she was opening her salon, Strange Bird, she had the idea. You know, she kept talking about this idea and talking about this idea with me. She was keeping it concealed. She found the perfect space, went through the physical work of getting everything done. And that was daunting, obviously. She kept thinking that phase two was phase three because it was hard work. <laughs> and then if you remember... In 2020, um, Austin got hit with a bad storm, mm-hmm. and pipes froze and then People exploded. Died. Yeah, I mean, it was nuts. Exactly. So, in her brand new salon, uh, that she did all this idea work, physical work, and now she was hit with massive flooding and damage, and that was her phase three of being like, it, it was like the breaking point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell, like. Phase three is so cool because it's there, even though it feels so painful, to protect you. Mm -hmm. Because if we have true desire for something, nothing will stop us from getting through all four phases. But if that desire isn't true or it's not right for us or it's not really something that we're willing to go through anything to achieve, basically phase three is going to be like, oh, you want this? Well, I'm going to just put this little bomb in a bow. (laughs) And if you want it so bad, you're going to stay till the smoke clears. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't. So going back to like dating, phase one, you're excited. Phase one's like love at first sight. Oh my God, it feels so good. (laughs) You're telling all your friends, phase two, you're dating. Everything's great. Phase three, you're going on a date. This person like chews with their mouth open and you're like, I'm going to flip the table. Yeah, Screw phase this. three, you're like, oh, they carry guns. <laughs> yeah, we're done here. <laughs> oh, they voted for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and so basically, <laughs> it's like, you're just like, no. And that's why they're going back to phase one being addicting is because people don't have true desire for things. They get to phase three. They're not willing to go through the pain of getting over that hump. It happens in marriages all the time. They don't want to go through figuring out what this hard area is. So they are like, oh, I'll just go have an emotional relationship online because that feels good. Or They go to phase one yeah, because it's addictive. I'm going to try a new diet. I'm going to go do a different workout. I'm going to do something else. And it happens all. I'm going to go to a different job. Like people have a hard time. We've all met that person who. We've all been that person. We've all been that person. That's hard for people to hear. Yeah. 
But when you're like, we've all met that person, they're like, oh, I know who this person is. This we've <laughs> and all it's met. not me. <laughs> <laughs> we've all met the person who never gets past phase three. Mm-hmm. Right when it gets hard, they're like, nope, you know what? I have a new job. Nope, you know what? I have a new relationship. Yeah. Nope. You know what? I'm moving. That's the key. Like they never get, they never manifest anything really fully. They just kind of are always like going through phases one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. They have an idea. They do the work. Something, whatever it takes to get them to stop happens. And then they're like, I'm out. And they do, they start over. We see this with our students a lot. And that's part of having a coach is we call them out on this because they, we're going through a lot of what we do in coaching is take them through these four phases. We try to do it as quickly as possible. The whole point of coaching is to be in phase three. Yeah. That's and why people have a hard time with coaching because we push them in. When you're in phase three. one and two, coaching is really fun. Yeah. What are your ideas? All right, let's get things moving. And then it's like phase three hits and they're like, you know what? I think I'm not going to do coaching anymore. And you're like, of course you're not. Yeah. Because this is the hardest part. Yeah. I just got a new customized booking website. That's genius. Yeah, Gloss Genius. Gloss Genius has one of the lowest processing fees in the industry at 2.6% with no hidden fees and free same-day deposits. DTH listeners get their first month free on us as well as your very own stunning credit card reader, an $80 value. To sign up, visit dth.glossgenius.com. Our whole goal is to get them through these four phases as quickly as possible. And whenever I have a student... When we're in phase three, they start to be like, I have a new idea. And you're of course like, you do. Pause. <laughs> Put that on the back burner until we finish this current idea. Right. Or we have to scrap this whole project because you don't have the desire to complete it. And we're not going back to it. And we'll start this new idea. So it's kind of like, what are we really doing here? And that that can be upsetting too, because when someone calls you out in your BS. If you <laughs> want to know if you're if you're someone who can't get past th- phase three, it's you you do the same patterns. Mm-hmm. You date the same people, you have this, you start the same businesses, you there's kind of like this pattern of like what you do, and then you always get to some sort of point where you're like, no, I'm gonna do something else. Yeah. We, and you justify it too. I know myself. Yeah. I know that I'll do this. I know you My know. favorite uh, dating is a great example. Mm-hmm. There's again, phase three is there to test do you really want to to do this because we're going to talk about phase phase four in a minute. Do you really want this relationship? Do you really want this business? And if the answer is yes, then that means that you're going to take on phase three, which is difficult to do, especially on your own. It's not natural to be like, oh, to open this business, I need another Mm $500,000 that I don't have. Oh, never mind. Like Mm -hmm. that part's easy. Like, oh, never mind. I'll do something else. But if you're like, no, no, this is what I would do anything it takes. That's why it's hard to do on your own. You really need someone to help you help you with it. But there's also phase three that's like, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the right thing. That's why it is so difficult. What's hard is figuring out which one is true. Yeah. Is it true that I should stop doing this? Or is this in my way to get to phase four? That's why I said the phase three is 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 really there, even though it doesn't seem like a good thing. To protect you. If you are going in the path of a toxic relationship, you are going to be shown all the signs mm-hmm. and you're going to stay in that phase three until you figure it out, right? Like, And by the way, if you want to be with someone who has all those toxic traits, then you, then you work through that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not willing to do it, then phase three is there to say, get, like, get out of somewhere Are you willing else? to put it in this work? I think where people struggle with phase three so badly is they don't want it to feel painful. 
so they reject the pain so much that they actually end up suffering. Yeah. And then they suffer for a very long time in this phase because they don't grasp the concept of, I can be in pain and still be proactive. Right. I can hurt and be uncomfortable and still decide to push forward, right? right, with my desire. But a lot of people shut down. Obviously, that's where we also say make sure you have a therapist because <laughs> that's something coaches can't help you through. Coaches help you with the let's think bigger picture, let's create solutions, let's critically think. Therapists Our job go is to, to the like why. pile drive through the phases, mm-hmm. and a therapist is going to sit with you and figure out why you can't do it. We're not going to figure out why. Well, we're not trained to figure out why. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So Someone else like, can help you with that part. Exactly. Therapy is so great because it's like, well, why does this scare me? Let's get to the root of that. Oh, childhood trauma. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That's pretty much the script. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you that want to know what happens after phase three, we hit phase four, which is actually the manifestation phase. Mm-hmm. So for all of those people out there that love the idea of manifestation, mm-hmm. please know there are three phases before you actually get there. So you may Some act- people think they're manifesting in phase two because they're doing the physical work, but they have actually not manifested anything. No, you cannot manifest anything. I hate the word manifestation because I think it's such a... It's been overused. I think people are just like, manifestation, I just think it, I dream it, and I put energy towards it. Where That's actually a- you have to go through the four phases to manifest anything. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to go through phase three, which is the most difficult of all the phases. And it's most difficult for you, not most difficult... In general. Mm -hmm. And then phase four is that thing is now mine. Yeah. And there's a danger to manifestation because if you go through phase three with the wrong things, it's still yours Mm -hmm. because you went through. That's what abusive relationships are. You went through a phase three with someone and then you said, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to keep working at it. choosing this. And then you manifest it. Now it's there. Now it's like fully there. Or people that have really bad businesses. Maybe you fought through all those hard things. And now you manifest the business and it's the seed level of it is just kind of Yeah, manifestation I think has been sold as get what you want. I get what I want. I've manifested this and this is exactly the thing. And that is the positive side of it. That is a very big truth of it. You can manifest bad things. You can also manifest bad things. If you think someone's going to cheat on you so much, they probably will. (laughs) (laughs) If you you think that your business is going to fail… It probably is. If you think that you are not busy, if you think these things, you're going to attract that. And we also call phase four the adult phase because mm-hmm. it is the adult phase. Think about everything you've gone through life. And as an adult, you really are attracting good and bad, everything that you want. Like You have that power. What also happens in the adult phase is boredom. And that's complacency, boredom. Yeah. So, yes, we've manifested this thing. We've gone through these four phases. And what happens is people stay at phase four because they're like, okay, I have the salon. I'm going to take a break or I'm dating the person. Let's say it is a positive four phase journey. I have the thing. Well, what happens is people start to get bored or complacent or then they start to get sad and they start to not feel good because your natural progression is to dive back in to phase one. And so that's something that we really push in our program is how can you keep taking risk, which a risk propels you into one, two, three, four. And because we don't want our students to ever sit in phase four for so long because then it becomes destructive. Mm-hmm. And they start to, I mean, think about how many salons in our industry are trapped in phase four because they've done something. It's working now. And they I don't want to shake try it up. It. Yeah. Like when you think about relationships, phase four is when someone, if someone stays there too long, that's why they cheat emotionally or physically. It's not because they 
it's not because anything's wrong necessarily. It's because there is a desire for newness mm-hmm. and there is a de- desire for some, they want to go back to phase one, but we aren't trained in these phases. So we don't know that that's our desire. And we for, think we're unhappy or right. That's why, it, I mean, a successful marriage is going through these four phases together. Right. Hey, let's go through a phase one. Let's come up with an idea together. What is it? Well, when you go to, a, when you go to couples yeah. therapy, what do they tell you to do? Yeah. Do something together. Exactly. Do something new together. Travel together. Like even therapists are trying to get an individual or a couple to go into a new level. Because once you do phases one, two, three, and four, yes, you go back to one, but you're at a higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. Now you and then you go through one, two, three, four, and then you're back to one at a higher consciousness. So the goal isn't to do one, two, three, four and be done. The goal is to know, just like the seasons don't end. Yeah. Like the goal is to just have this kind of reoccurring one, two, three, four. And there's a secret to the phases that I like to share with people. You cannot determine the order of the phases. They are, they have to go in order, but you can determine how long you last in each phase. Mm-hmm. You can determine how long you're in phase one, phase two. You can determine how long you're in phase three. It could be five years. It could be your you whole probably life. Went the four phases just listening to this podcast. <laughs> you probably came in and were like, oh, this is exciting. And then you're thinking like physical work. Okay, I'm going to like physically start to take notes and do these things. And then all of a sudden we said something, you were like, fuck them, like right. phase three. And then you were like, oh no, I grasped this. Like yeah. you, you can go through the four phases as quickly or as long as possible. And I think that's what's so awesome is it truly is up to you. And I love if if you're in any sort of partnership, whether it's a relationship or a business partnership, you and I have gone through this so many times, but we also know we're going through this as partners. And what's awesome is that you have to always think, okay, like this is our new idea. We're going to do the work to create it. We're going to go through the hiccup. We're going to manifest it. And what happens is, and I see this a lot in marriages or, or long-term relationships, they'll be like, we're going to do this workout together. And then they start doing the workout together and they're it's become a lifestyle. It's like, oh, we're that couple that does Ooh. this, right? Then all of a sudden, one of the partners starts to be more successful at it and doesn't want to miss a day or loses more weight or whatever the thing is that they're, you know, the reason why they're doing it. And then they have to decide in that moment, are they going to move forward together um, regardless of each other's individual journey in it? Or are they going to fail everything and go back to phase one, or are they going to stay in phase three long-term and create more problems? It's important to know that phase three, when you stay there, mm-hmm. is that's when suffering kicks in. Phase three is pain, but if you stay in phase three, it's suffering, mm-hmm. right? Phase three is, you know, I have to confront my business partner to get our business to the next level. Like, it's the last thing I want to do. It's painful, but instead of doing it, which would bring me to phase four, I just sit there and complain about them for the next five years that now we're just in phase three, but we're just suffering. So if you want to know if you're in phase three somewhere in your life, it's where you have the solution, but it's just the one thing you can't do. Yeah. And you pain don't want to do. Pain is optional. Or pain is, un, uh, is, yeah, pain is, is not, not optional. optional. Suffering is optional. And that's the thing is people are so afraid to experience the pain that they don't realize that suffering is a great amount of pain. You can go to the gym and feel pain, or you can suffer the consequences of not moving your body. Mm-hmm. You can quit smoking, which is painful, or you can suffer the consequences of not quitting smoking. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on. I know. It's everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you tell your students about the four phases, what's their initial reaction? 
excitement. <laughs> <laughs> excitement because they sometimes they can grasp the process. They can't see the process when they're in it. Right. So it's my job to remind them, you're in phase one right now. That's why it feels so good. But I want to prepare you, phase two is coming. So what do we have to do to get into phase two? Yeah, my students, they're like, I love this idea. I love, I love it. I'm like, you're experiencing it right now and you don't know it. Yeah, they're like, I love it. And <laughs> then about two years later, they're like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Now, I, now I see the phases almost seasonally. Yeah. You know, like I know when I'm in phase one, I know when I'm in phase two. You can like feel what it's like as you shift through those phases. I mean, we just had one of our coaches go, you know, having a really hard time. And I'm like, this is phase, I mean, you couldn't give me a better example yeah. <laughs> of phase three. Like you're in the moment where you're like, Am I going to keep doing this? Mm-hmm. Am I going to call it quits? Is it worth it to me? Like, this is the moment. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong answer. Just know that that's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And of course, they got through it and their career went to the next level and yeah. everything was great. I like to think of almost like at the end, you go through the four phases. And at the end of phase four, you get this little like Mario mushroom. You get bigger. And you eat it and you get bigger. Well, phase, and, I and feel like phase three is like, if we're doing that analogy, yeah. phase three is like the boss at the end of the video game where you have to beat the boss. Yeah. And like, that's phase three. You're uh-huh. like, oh, I did all this work. And then you get the wand. You jump up and you, yeah. you get the wand. That's phase four. And then you and then have to the go next back level. to phase one is yeah. the next level. That's the best way I was able to truly grasp it of like, oh, you have to go. All the 90s kids were like, yes. Yep, mm-hmm. I get it. Yep. And then at one point, you have wings and fireballs coming out of your nose. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a whole thing. <laughs> That's the level I want to be at. Exactly. Fireball, fireball boogers with wings. Fireball. <laughs> Everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and if you don't, you're too young. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, is that on Angry Birds? Yeah. Or <laughs> is that, is that in Fortnite? <laughs> Let us introduce you to one of our favorite product companies, Reverie. Reverie is hair care for all humans, no matter your hair type. Their clean and innovative formulas nurture the integrity of your hair for unrivaled results. Reverie is made intentionally in California, paying attention to detail at every stage of the process. Their mindfully sourced vegan ingredients and environmentally friendly packaging showcases their commitment to creating alchemy in a bottle. Reverie was created in 2011 by Garrett Markinson and continues to be a family-owned and operated business to this day. Tap the link in the episode description to get connected with our friends over at Reverie. The last thing I want to say about the the four phases would be kind of going back to why phase one is so addictive and some of the signs of the addiction of phase one. Phase one is newness. Phase one is concealment. It's excitement. It's the best phase. No physical work has to be done. No problems exist in this phase. It is exciting. Mm -hmm. When you hit phase three and the problem presents itself, the obstacle presents itself. And again, this isn't like, A small obstacle. This is the obstacle to end all the phases. Mm -hmm. And then you say to yourself, I can't handle this. I'm going to go back to phase one. You live in the cycle of pregnancy, toddler, teenager, pregnancy, toddler. And if you've ever met someone who's never actually grown up and turned into an adult. Yes. It is because they will (laughs) not. I know like 18 people like this in my life. They will not go through phase three. They will not confront that part of themselves or that obstacle that keeps coming up in their life. They will, they refuse to confront it. Yeah. And they never turn into adults. You you can see their behavior. I feel like for some of us, we're, they're thinking of their parents. I am. Yeah. Thinking of one and, parent in particular. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
they never go through phase three. They won't face that one thing that if they faced it would bring them to a huge phase of manifestation. You know, we could, we talk a lot about generations. We could go so deep into this concept, but when I think about my parents or, you know, parents in general and that generation, remember we are living in a time of like conscious wokeness. Like people are diving into their feelings. They're aware of things They're And the generations prior to us were taught to bury they thrived Shut in it suffering. Down. I mean, think about it all the suppression that was happening. Don't bring your feelings to work. Don't mm-hmm. talk about A, B, and C at work. Work is work. I mean, I grew up with a dad that was like, work is work. You don't need to like it. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a saying in our house. Like, well, of course you don't like work. You're not supposed to. Like, it's not allowed. Yeah. My family's German. So, like, that's just, <laughs> like, that is just, like, what it is. Yeah. And then when you ask someone like my father, who's a boomer, when you ask him, like, what do you want out of life or what, you know? Yeah. I don't know. You know, good job, healthy kid. Like it's very, it's very simplified. minimal. Yeah. Very minimal. Which well, I guess got might be to, nice. That's why you see these almost midlife crises or these late, like, like now I see some of the parents are like, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want. And it's like, because they finally are reaching a point of going through the phases. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you accomplish phase four, you get fulfillment. That's the whole point. I think America, especially like, I don't know about other countries, but we have our American dream situation where it's like, you go to, you know, you're in high school, you go to college, you get, you get the job, you get the partner, um, you get the house, you get the white picket fence, you get two and a half kids, you get the dog. Like, that's kind of like the, that's like how our society has been structured for a long time. Uh, It doesn't work anymore. And it's not really what people are looking for. And that is a great one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. But then, like, what's after that? Yeah. Like, now what? Like, what do you do after? Now we have people that are like, okay, I got the house. And then they're like, do I want to own a house? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do I? There's just the consciousness. Maybe for that generation, their next phases, their next four phases are actually processing their children going through the phases and being okay with it. I have a new idea for you. You should go do this. And then the First kid— First of all, no, do yeah. not promote that. <laughs> I know, right? That's what but they I, do. I feel like that's the that's what they go through. And then they have a hard time with it. And then, you know, it's this whole thing. Like, I think uh, that's why you see—I don't know about you, but I see more and more movies about middle-aged people, which, by the way, middle-aged is 50, 60. Yeah. People don't think that. They think younger. They think younger. Um, but middle age is usually 50, 60. And there's more and more movies about love stories and starting a new life. I mean, even Sex and the City now. Oh, yeah. Sex and the City is back at phase one, y'all. Don't bring me up. Don't bring it up. It's still traumatizing into the next year. <laughs> I, <laughs> but If you haven't seen the new Sex and the City, well, I mean, by this point, yeah. <laughs> by listening to this episode, if you have not seen it. What are you doing? <laughs> I do want to say every single movie goes through these four phases. Mm-hmm. Now now that you know this, you're going to watch it. It's called it. the hero effect. Yeah. They, they it's all every movie goes through this yeah. at some point. Exciting, hard work, problem, solution. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a montage? Yeah, that's what a montage <laughs> is. It's the four phases. <laughs> no, actually the montage is phase 2 and it's just like boop, 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 yeah. boop, 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 it's all the, it's all the work. I wish phase 2 felt like that. And then that. the whole movie is phase 3. Yeah. The problem. And then it ends with phase 4. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, that's the point of learning these phases is not, I had one person tell me, so you're telling me that you have to know that something bad's always going to happen. I'm like, well. Well, it, de- it doesn't have, pain is going to happen. It, 
They don't for like some, that. The person I'm talking to. For some people, pain doesn't feel the way we would think pain. They're like, oh, it, and it could happen so quickly of like an uncomfortable conversation. I have this exciting idea to raise my prices. I'm going to do the work to raise my prices. Phase three is I'm going to tell my client I'm raising my prices. They get upset. Okay, I'm going to stand my ground. It's phase painful. three is like phase three is like everyone starting to leave. Yeah, and am then, I still going to do that? Exactly. And then phase four is it all works. So here, I'm still profiting. I think when someone said, so it sounds like negative thinking. It's kind of like what the person said. It sounds like you're always prepared for the worst. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's like saying, I'm not going to prepare for winter because I don't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, you may not like winter, but if you need to dress appropriately, you need to plan and you need to watch the weather. Like the phases are just, you're cycling through them. You have to be, it's much easier to get through life if you know what's coming up. Exactly. And and that's, I know we keep talking about pain and suffering and I don't think people really grasp what those words mean or how they feel. Or they think they're the same. Or they think that they're the same. And if you think they're the same, you're usually in suffering. <laughs> yeah. Because pain doesn't have to be suffering all the time. And I think that's the confusion of we're preparing you for pain. You're choosing whether or not you're going to suffer or not. Yeah. And pain can be a blip or it could be. I also want to clarify that the phases, we're talking about them quickly, like as if they happen quickly. There are some people that never, they're they're in phase three their whole life. Yeah. Like that's just their life that they have. Suffering is their whole, it's a really unfortunate thing. There are people that are in, stuck in phase four for the rest of their life, which is, I have all the things, but now I'm just bored. And this is, I feel like that's my dad, honestly. Acceptance, yeah. It's kind of just like, yeah, like things are I'm good. I'm not fulfilled, but I don't want to I don't feel fulfillment, but I don't feel pain. Pain. This or is excitement. Good. I feel nothing. I'm dead inside. <laughs> that's basically <laughs> What what's so cool about the phases if you, is that you Dad, if you be, ever hear this episode, I'm sorry, but it just it's true. I love you, Mr. Balsher. <laughs> what's so cool about the phases is you can be in different phases in different areas in your life. So like you could be in phase three in business, but phase one of a relationship or phase two of a lifestyle shift, or like you could really break everything down and then you have to navigate. What's crazy is when they all line up and you're in phase three everywhere. <laughs> That is very. It's I have very a student hard thing right now that in their relationship and in their business and in their fa- like every area of their life has all hit phase three at the same time. And my thing is like you're about to beat the game at that point. You're like, kind of lucky yeah. that it's all. I mean, it feels like shit. Oh, for sure. And it's probably the hardest moment of your life. It's probably happening during your Saturn return. In fact, for this person, it is, <laughs> which means it's happening around your thirties. And what it's doing is it's saying. Is this working? Is this working? Is this working? And then are you are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Is this the relationship that we're gonna be in? Are these the boundaries that you're gonna keep with your family? Is this the business we're really gonna work on? And when someone's in phase three, it's so hard. It's my favorite part of coaching because obviously someone from the outside can look at it differently, but I feel so bad for the person because I know they can't they can't see the finish line. They're like, this is the end of my life. Like, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. And as a coach, you're like, you're like kind of above the clouds. And you're like, no, it's like, it's clear skies over there. And they're yeah. like, no, they they can't. And hopefully you can get them to a place where they're like, I know I'm in phase three, mm-hmm. but. Everything has a phase. I mean, we're, look at pandemic. You could put pandemic has, as a phase. Everything also, phase. you know, you have to, especially when you have something that's a global or a collective experience. How yeah, the can world there is be, going through phases. Yeah. How can you have 
all these individual experiences because every each person is in a different phase or a business is in a phase or, uh, you know, a group or a, a marriage or a partnership. Like, I mean, we could go so deep into this concept, but we're just going to say goodbye now and leave you with. Yeah, hopefully you can <laughs> digest all of that. Let us know if you have questions. We also have a course on it. We do. So if you want, if you hear this podcast, you can DM us on Instagram and we will send you the link for the course. Every now and then we throw it in a bundle. So. Every now and then. So yeah. Phase, the phase, four phases. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck and Godspeed. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. It's so funny because people are so focused on like, I need to offer a value to my client. So they think offering value is Let by- your client cut their own hair and they will forever valuable. find you valuable. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. It's like the value is your presence. The value is the experience you're creating. The value is your talent. You're already valuable. Talent. Yeah, you're already freaking valuable. That's why you have a clientele. <laughs> <laughs>